Welcome to Diabetes Unplugged. Welcome back to Diabetes Unplugged, the podcast where we shine light on life beyond the diagnosis and dare to redefine the way we approach diabetes wellness. Listen, in today's episode, I'm not even going to hold you, uh, it will be some tomfoolery today because (laughs) I am being joined by a very good friend of mine who is also, I don't know, I just feel like saying friend is not deep enough to describe where we have evolved what you know i I agree i mean i don't know i just feel like (laughs) like friend i almost feel like it's an insult yeah you know don't don't friend me you know we like sister cousins i feel like i like that yeah yeah so veronique is like my sister cousin and what ended up happening was Back in what 2021, maybe? Oh, dang. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. So she reached out to me because she was having some health related issues. And I think, if I remember correctly, you enrolled in like a four month program or something like that. At the time, I offered a four month program. Yeah. Six months, though, too. I think it was six months. It might have been six months. I think it was six months. Yeah. 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 So from there, I mean, that's one of the things that I absolutely love about doing nutritional therapy is the fact that like the bonds that I create with people yeah, literally are for life. And I think that happens because when people initially reach out to me, they're expecting us to talk about, you know, nutrition. But for me, I go way beyond that. So... Mm -hmm. I think let's start from the beginning with you, Mary. So I want you to go ahead and like introduce yourself and whatnot. Because okay. you can tell it better than I tell it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't want to set the scene, though, because this is such a laid back type of vibe. Here. <laughs> like, like, you don't know what's getting ready to come out of this podcast episode. Because we just be gossiping like little high school children. I'm sitting here eating a salad and drinking a peach sweet tea because I'm in Atlanta right now. Come on. Living my best life. Living my best life. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have you go ahead and introduce yourself. And okay. just whatever you want to share is perfectly fine. But okay. I want to set the tone so people kind of can know and feel your vibe and your energy. Sure. And we just all start talking. Here so, um, I am Veronique. Um, I am from Louisiana, where like all the soul food at, you know what I'm saying? Cajun food, crawfish, gumbo, yeah. all the things, Here. right? And so the talk of like health is like very far and few between, especially like in the black community, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and things that are like more healthy are always like looked down upon for the most part, I feel like. Um, and so of course, like I'm going a traditional route of like I've been having insulin resistant issues since I was a kid. And like uh I'm always getting put on these really strong medicines to where like I'm Satan and I'm passing out it. It was just like always in that cycle of that, right? And so I just figured because like I played sports and stuff when I was younger that it never went like full fledged. I feel like because I stayed at what, what you know. Then you get the college, right? You ain't playing mm-hmm. for college, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know you just kind of just eat whatever just to get you through the day. I'm not thinking about it. It's no biggie. Well, I think um after I left college for a little bit, 
um, I started having like my health issues, of course, came to the surface. Right. So now I'm having issues with like uh, my whole body's hurting and it feels like I can't function. And uh, it was just so many things. And I started having issues with like uh, being lightheaded 24 seven. Like I couldn't get a break uh, to the point where I couldn't work for a year. And so I think after that happened, that's when I reached out to you because I watched your page for about six months on TikTok. And I'm like, oh. you know, it's so funny. I, I, so many people find me from TikTok. It don't. It's like, yeah, insane to me. It's yeah. insane to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, and I'm like, you know what? She a black woman. I'm biased. I don't care. She a black woman. <laughs> I'm confused. I feel it though. I feel it though. I feel right, it though. Right. I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt probably 10 times over than I should just because you're black. Like, that should be. Mm. So, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna see about it because it was to the point where, like, it felt like I couldn't do anything, like, at all without hurting, just all the things. And I did not know that we was gonna go that deep. So, when you was talking about, like, the therapy mm. part, that. Back <laughs> <laughs> though. I'm thinking it's yeah. gonna be like okay, you need to take this, this, and that. Oh, uh, you need to do that, and then yeah, but no, no, ma'am. Um, it was like a whole thing of let's unpack why your body got here in the first place. That I never mm-hmm. would know it was the type of time. Um, but like, I'm just, I just feel like I have a different light about me now when it comes yeah. to life in general because like I know that any doctor, it's not the end all be all. Um, mm-hmm. and I get to choose how my body functions, and Absolutely. that's. I'm period. And so I think Absolutely. having that knowledge, like having that middleman of saying like, hey, baby, I know the doctor told you, but let me let me bring you back to the middle. Let me ground you here so that right. you know you have power to fix this. You have the power to heal this. Um, You can do it on your own. You know what I mean? So, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just so many. It's so many things. So, like, I have a different way I go about life because of that. I feel like Everything is so dire, quite literally, um, in any capacity. Like, I'm just like, you know, I'm still a person. I have life that happens to me, but, like, it's a whole lot lighter now. And um, better quality of life is true. Like, when people talk about health, it's like, oh, well, we all can die anyway. But, yeah, but don't you want, like, a better quality of life? Like, don't you want to be happy throughout the process? You know what I mean? Like, more happy than not, you know? So that's, yeah. Absolutely. I feel that. When you, so you mentioned, because I think one of the very first conversations that we had when you reached out to me was like, you were explaining how you were on some kind of medication that they had given you and you was passing out. Like, I was like, what what you mean you passing out? Like, what what do you? Yeah. So I was taking a Trulicity. So, okay. Um, My vitamin D was like literally almost non-existent with this doctor I went to. Um, I was on birth control that was twice of the strength of a regular birth control because of my testosterone being so high. So I'm taking vitamin D2. Like, I think it was like 10,000 IUDs, right? I'm taking the extra strong birth control, right? And then I'm taking the Trulicity all at one time. It's all that going on, right? And so I'm taking the Trulicity, which is basically like a medicine for people who are diabetic, but I always was, like, pre-diabetic, but not, like, full-blown, you know? Right. And so they're like, well, so we can rectify it. Let's be ahead of it in this way. So I'm always giving diabetic medicine as if I'm diabetic, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm taking it, and uh, one day I was, like, at work, and, like, almost 
passed out. And I was like, hmm? that's weird. Like, I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And so then I think two weeks later, the same thing happened. And so I called my doctor, uh, well, the nurse, because the doctor ended up, ended up stopped practicing medicine because she had like a back injury or something like that. Um, and she was just like, well, you're actually taking the lowest dose. Because I'm like, can I get a, a the true listener? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can I get a smaller dose? Because like, girl, I'm faking. Girl, I don't, uh-uh. I don't like it. Um, mm-hmm. And she was just like, well, like, you're already taking the smallest dose. Just keep taking to see what happens. I took it one more time. I had like this horrible dizzy spell. I'm like, I'm over it. I'm pulling the plug. I'm not taking it no more. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm not taking it no more. Right? Right. And so after that, that's when like the whole dizziness stuff started happening. Um, like the lightheadedness, I'm like, what in the world? After you stopped taking it? Yeah, I pulled, I pulled blood on it myself. I had no so, problem, but I was like, not only were you, not only were you basically passing out while you were on Trulicity, but then it was like you took yourself off of it and you're still having extreme dizzy spells. Yeah. Because it was, your body was, it was in your system, but then you stopped taking it and now it's kind of like trying to clear out of your system. Correct. Right. Mm. And so I literally feel like, because I pulled the plug on it probably the end of 2018, beginning of 2019. So that whole year, my body was just all over the place. I feel like, like I was so, I feel like I was so inflamed, like all in my face. Like I, you see pictures of me. I was so inflamed, so stressed out all the time. Like it was just not, I was very irritable. Um, and I, I feel like I was in a place of, like, depression. And we know it's like a hormonal imbalance, right? I'm in a space of, like, I don't care if I live or die, Bookie, but I'm just over it. All right, God, take me out right now. You feel me? Like, that's how I feel it. You know what I mean? Um, and then, crazy enough, though, and this is why, like, I feel, this is how I feel. I feel like people, um, like, cut out doctors all the way. But I feel like there are some good doctors who have great knowledge and who do absolutely want to help heal people. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I'm not an absolute on either side. Like, I'm like, hey, do what works for you to give you the better, the best quality of life for yourself and keep it pushing. So I went to go see my uh, OB at the time. And, you know, she's been seeing me since I was 17, right? Mm-hmm. And I go and see her for, like, a regular decorative checkup. And she looked at me. She literally sat down and was like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Because you just seem, you seem off, you know? And I'm just right. bawling, crying, talking to this woman, bawling. I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like this, this, and that. Like, I feel like something's wrong, da, da, da. And she's like, you know what? You know, keep going until you figure out what's wrong, but you cannot continue your life like this. Like, you have to push forward, right? And even though I didn't know what that was going to look like, that's exactly what I did. And so, like, towards the end of... This makes sense, yeah, because 2020 happened towards the end of it, um, and I found out about keto. Right. Okay. So that's when I start diving and stuff like, okay, like, let's see if this works for me. Um, I lost, like, a lot of weight, which, you know, people always think that's healthy, but we know right. that now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I lost a lot of weight, but my hormonal acne was horrible. Like, I mean, I'm having acne all up here, painful, just, you know, but my body aches went away, right? So I'm, this, is, this is while you're on the keto diet. Correct. Now, what was your diet like before you started doing keto? Because this is after you had taken yourself off Trulicity. You're yes. still on the birth control. You're still on the vitamin D. Yeah. But now, because your body's withdrawing from the Trulicity, you're having all these hormonal issues on top mm-hmm. of, you know, being on the... What kind of birth control were you on? Oh, I don't even remember the name of was it. it. The pill? 
Yeah, I was on a pill. Okay, so it was a pill. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, that in and of itself, I mean, this is a really important conversation about hormones, right? Like, yes, you're on this birth control, then you're on this trulicity that's supposed to be for, you know, diabetes, which a lot of people don't realize that diabetes is a hormonal issue as well. You're dealing with hormones like insulin and cortisol and all of those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, so it's just like hormone, hormone, hormone all over the place. Just so layering. You're a wreck. Yeah. And then, like, and then 2020 happens. <laughs> that in and of itself was an emotional roller coaster. So you're yeah. all over the place. And I think yes. that was the time where you were explaining to me that you had gone into like a deep depression type thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's when you talk to your OB like you're saying now. Mm-hmm. So what was your diet like? before you started doing keto oh child whatever whatever <laughs> whatever whatever dad if you cook it i ate it baby all right kid <laughs> i care i oh my god absolutely did not care i did not care like if it went in my mouth and the funny thing about me was though because you know a lot of people Cause I am a thicker person. I didn't really like that my whole life. I was my mom's mm-hmm. biggest baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm how much were you when you was born? How, how much you weigh when you was born? I think like nine pounds. Oh, I'm here. Come on. Come on, Chuck it here. Come on, Chuck it cheek. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, literally, like, it's so I just feel like even though, like, even when people look at me and, and if they were to guess how much I weigh, they never get it right. And I feel like it's because I carry my weight well. I'm a black woman. We have a different body, but like, disposition. Composition, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, it's just this yeah. thing. But, um, child, where was it? I lost my You, you was eating everything under the sun. Oh, girl, yeah. Then, girl, what? I can't, <laughs> I can't stand it. Oh, uh, but I didn't eat that much either, right? So it was eating everything, but you wasn't like overdoing it. But you didn't necessarily have any like guidance on what you was eating. Not at all. And so I felt like once I came across keto, I'm like, you know what? I can do this. You know what I mean? Now, how how did that happen though? Like, how did you get into doing keto? Um, yeah. there was somebody girl TikTok. It was somebody on TikTok. I can't girl TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I came across somebody and I'm like, hmm, so let me dive into this a little bit more, right? And so mm-hmm. I'm digging into it and I'm like, you know what? I've never tried something. You know, when I was a kid, I'm my mom always tried to put me on diets, my family, because they just want me to be healthy. But it's right. like, I never actually picked something for myself that I wanted to stick to. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to prove to myself that I can do this. And I mean, it was easy for me. like, mm-hmm. And I feel like because I knew what my goal was, so I knew mm-hmm. like, you know, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Whatever. Yeah. And so it was like an immediate, like, I know some people are not able to do that, but I'm able to do that. Like, if I know the benefit, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to move forward with it and see what happens. Then I mean, like, probably like within the first, I did it for about five months, I think. And so after the first two months, I'm like, oh my gosh, I lost like 45 pounds and all the stuff. You know, carbs are the devil. And <laughs> carbs are the devil. But what was your starting weight? Shoot, like at the beginning, everything I was like, yeah, three forty-five. Okay, and so then within the first two months, you had lost forty pounds. Yeah, and so okay. then I lost like I think in total with keto, I lost like almost seventy. So I was like, 
Girl, what right. you mean? Like, I'm, I'm doing another little thing, girl, in the right. So, like, I'm still struggling mentally, I feel like. Um, I have to eat more all the time. Mm-hmm. Other stuff. It felt like I was forcing myself to eat, which I didn't like. Um, and then also, like I said, my hormones. Man, my hormones still have an extremely painful period. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, that hormonal acne. Child, if I could pull up a picture, it was just so painful. Like, all up in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, okay, well, at least I'm not as big as I was. Right. At least I'm not having this, this, and that. So I must be doing something right. Child. Then I, I think that's what people think. You said then you let me. <laughs> I think that's what people think though. Like especially yeah. with keto, especially when you're talking about diabetes, right? Like it's like mm-hmm. okay, like that's big because we figure, all right, no carbs. You know what I'm saying? Carbs are the devil. Exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, well, it'll help me lose weight real fast too. And I think sometimes uh, most people can hyper focus on the weight loss part of it. Yeah. Not realizing that number one, weight loss does not automatically reverse insulin resistance. I don't Come know on. what you say. And number two, yeah, you're losing weight, but you're still miserable. Yeah. And what's you know? happening, like I think with you, what I didn't realize was like as soon as I stopped keto, I pretty much gained more than half of that weight back quickly. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. you were like, What's happening on a cellular level? And I don't think people talk about that part enough, right? right. Like, what is happening when you put your body in this stressful state 24-7, right? And you're forcing mm-hmm. it to stay in this box. It, it, it's not helping, especially when you're talking about hormones. That, right. Like, it's not, it's not. It's a no It's a no Oh, yeah. It, it, people don't understand, like, when you're talking about keto, keto is a basically no or low-carb diet, but then you have you know, moderate protein and super high fat. You know what I mean? Really? Most people are like binging on freaking meat and steaks and cheese and, you know, stuff like that just because it's keto. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because it fits into that box of this is keto. But yeah. one of the things that me and you talked about extensively was exactly what you said. What's happening on a cellular level? And yeah. a lot of people don't understand when you're dealing with blood sugar issues, you know, specifically diabetes or prediabetes, it's about the insulin resistance. Yes. If you don't understand that insulin resistance, what that means, meaning that your cells are clogged with fat, yep. then you're going to say, well, I'm going to do keto, not realizing that that's a high fat diet. That completely counteracts what you're yeah. trying to do. Yeah. But then you're like, well, at least I'm losing weight. But th- it doesn't matter. It does not matter because you're not really getting to the root of what the issue was in the first place. Like, yeah, you're losing weight. That's fine. Right. Like you said, you, you're still inflamed. You yeah. You had all that acne. You still had all the, you know, brain fog and all that kind of stuff. And it mm-hmm. makes you feel really good because, number one, you're running off of stress hormones. Yeah. So, yeah, you're feeling good because of the adrenaline, because of the cortisol, because of the stress. Yeah. Then it's like when things start to really settle in, you're more tired. Yeah. You're forcing yourself to eat. You feel heavy and sluggish. Yep. Well, you're super inflamed. Your body is, you know, hurting all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's an experience that you had to go through firsthand. Yeah. You know, in order to be like, are the benefits outweighing, you know, what it is that I'm truly trying to do? Do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So, so you go through keto, you lose the weight. 
at what point did were you like this this isn't working for me um probably because like i did it towards the end of well technically i think was that 2019 child look the years get mixed up whatever the year it year was <laughs> i want to into the beginning of the next one i think yeah because the beginning of the pandemic right and so i was just kind of like i'm kind of over it like <laughs> i was just kind of over like I'm like, girl, I'm tired of eating like pepperoni all the time and having mm-hmm. keeping it in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, cause you know, and I also had issues with my blood pressure, which I never had issues with my whole life. That's right. Except for that, right? I'm having right. issues with blood pressure, not even thinking that all the meat I'm eating on a regular basis with all that salt in it, sodium, yep. chair, yep. what? And so I'm just like, dang, you don't make no sense. Um, I lost weight on my own. I did it. And I'm having, I feel like, just as much issues as I had before. The math ain't math. And then you just came across my For You page randomly. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I can't wait. I can't wait. What you talking about? Hold on. So. I can't stand you. I cannot. I cannot. Oh, I start watching your videos and I'm like, mm-hmm. And, you know, I think for me, again, because keto was something I did on my own. Everybody looked at me like I was crazy. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, I might do this again because, like, I'm asking people around me, like, what you think about this? What you think about that? And mm-hmm. people be like, well, meat has more protein and vegetables. And, mm-hmm. girl, like, you got to be able to eat your meat and stuff and da-da-da and all that. I'm like... And you're from the South. So, I mean, they really looked at you crazy. Come on. Come on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Why not? Right? Like, it ain't gonna hurt me none. I-, I can try it and see what happens. And I am, I don't even know how to express how grateful I am that you came into my life. Like, if I'm being so honest, like, I really feel like that gap and, like, now you kind of, like, rubbed off on me a little bit. And, you know, we have to talk about that because God be trying to heal everybody from the contact with. But, um, <laughs> I get Oh my God, you're so like, funny. I just want to help you. I want to help, but I can't force it. We didn't talk about that. But um, just given like that middle of like, you're not crazy. Mm-hmm. What you feel is real, mm-hmm. right? And whatever that is for you, it can be healed. Period. Right. You know? Right. And you know, that's a different type of like empowerment that I feel like more people need. They need that. Um, I just saw a video on TikTok of this woman Talking about her mom. Her mom had stage four, whatever kind of cancer she had, right? Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> she went to some place in Mexico and healed it, mm-hmm. right? In like a year, less than a year. Yeah. Well, then it came back with a vengeance, the the, the cancer. Mm-hmm. She had like 18 different tumors in her brain. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Healed it again. So when you had gotten together with me and we started doing nutritional therapy, yeah, you know, Obviously, you know, from the get go, we're talking about, you know, laying that foundation and educating you about, yeah. you know, what's going on in your body and the why behind a lot of things. Like, it's not just, hey, my blood sugar is all over the place or my blood pressure is high. It's OK, but why is this happening and breaking that down? Yeah. Was that the first time that you had ever gained an, an actual like explanation? Yeah. What was happening in your body? A thousand percent. Because yeah. like, again, because I grew up bigger. Like, if I wasn't the 
biggest girl in the room or biggest kid. I was the smallest or both. So like my weight was always the topic of conversation, right? I'm right. at the doctor, my family, like how big I am is always the conversation. And every single time it will be, oh, we just need to eat less. And right. you wouldn't be so big and you wouldn't be, you want to have insulin resistance. And I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like, but I already don't eat that much. And so mm-hmm. now I'm following that thought process and I'm passing out because I'm now not eating enough food and I'm right. in the sports. It was just like, no one ever was like, okay, so this is what insulin resistance is, right? Mm-hmm. Or people's thought process of what it is is also incorrect, right? Absolutely. Um, even though they have good intentions, which I feel like, child, don't get me started the pharmaceutical people. <laughs> not the pharmaceuticals. We ain't gonna talk about the pharmaceuticals. I'll be trying... <laughs> I've been trying to keep it cute, right? But, like, even I was taking birth control when I was 16. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even then, like, I think I took it for, like, a month. And I'm like, girl, I don't like this. I don't like this. Now, perfect. like, you taking birth control, was that because you had heavy periods and they were trying to regulate your period? Or was it because of sex? Um, PCOS. Wait. Okay, gotcha. We know. is one of Educate them. Educate them. Educate them. Here's what I said. We go, we have talked about all of this, especially when it comes to PCOS. A lot of people, they don't understand. They don't understand what's going on. And PCOS is deeply, deeply, deeply rooted in insulin resistance. And that's why, specifically for you, it was so important for you to understand what that meant. Yes. Then it was not only, you know, we, we unpack the keto diet. We understood yeah. like, hey, this is what's happening. You're kind of, you know, it's counterintuitive. Basically, you're not really doing what needs to be done in order to actually heal your body. So there's right. a difference between trying to mask your symptoms yep. and actually healing your body. And yeah. that is the disconnect that a lot of people don't understand. There is a difference. Yeah. Even when it comes to just regulating your blood sugar levels in the first place. Having stable blood sugar doesn't mean anything if you are not addressing insulin resistance. Yep. It doesn't matter. You know yep. what I'm saying? So that is why, you know, when we first started working together, we had to lay that foundation of you need to understand what is happening in your body first. Because if you don't understand it, then the approach that we need to take in order to heal it is not going to make sense to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so you're going from when we first met you know, you on the keto, and then I'm sitting here talking about plant-based. Yeah. What was, what was that thought process? Like, because, listen, when you're going from keto to plant-based, that's a whole nother... Child. Girl, let's talk about it. Oh, my... <laughs> I hear you. Right? It sounds good. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, But, again, child, I'm from Louisiana. Right. Vegetable who? Baby... <laughs> chicken and ham and cheese on it than the actual lettuce okay Ooh, right. i was playing um and i remember i, I know you probably don't remember this because you've helped so many people but so you know we talk about the circadian rhythm and everything you right about how you know your lunch you need them leafy greens right mm-hmm. you say a little bit of chicken just a little bit don't he's like no i would do it and i was like oh 
<laughs> oh my god i'm trying but i think once i got into the rhythm mm-hmm. you know like my mm-hmm. rhythm of like, okay this is what i want um doing meals beforehand like thinking of what i want already and stuff like that it really did help me no yeah. but child at first i was just you know, this so I ain't gonna be able to do this one here. I mean, cause what I'm gonna eat, like what I'm gonna eat, what I'm gonna do, like I'm confused. And then it's so crazy because like I came across, um, like black-owned vegan restaurants, yeah, in my area. And girl, I'm so mad because they have who to text. I mean, I ain't in neither one of them states no more, mm-hmm. you know. But <laughs> the food was so good, uh-huh. it was so good. And I'm like, ah, I love this so much. Like, yeah, do this. You know what I mean? Right. So stuff like that happened, and I'm just like, this is a lot easier than I thought. Yeah. It was going to be. You just have to get yeah. past, like, I feel like the initial hump of, like, all the stuff that other people say about being vegan or uh, being plant-based, you know? Because right. like, it's honestly and truly, it's what everybody else is telling you that's, like, influencing the way that you feel about it. Like, why do you feel a way when you eat a salad versus you eating a plate from Popeye's. That's been right. That's what you've been conditioned to believe, right? No, tell me about it. Cause you, we can talk about we can talk about your gut, right? And how your gut get the craving stuff. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know you got parasites and all that. We gotta get all that, but it's like you have to quite literally detox everything. Right. Your whole palate changes, right? Absolutely. I don't like extra salty food. I don't mm-hmm. put salt on nothing. You know, food has natural salt to it. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Or yeah. um, having stuff that's... Because people think, like, being plant-based, people still eat a lot of processed yes. stuff, right? Yes. So you Absolutely. have that also. And it's just like... It's so much to unpack. But once you're on the other side of that, and you have yeah. awareness, and you have mm-hmm. the tools, and you have your rhythm, I, I mm-hmm. feel like it's just... You know, it's, it's it's just finding your footing. It's just yeah. literally just finding your footing, finding your flow. And I, but I think that one of the biggest things, one of the biggest um, impacts that kind of made that transition easier for you. And you can correct me if you're if I'm wrong, but I never teach from a place of going from zero to one hundred over. Nope. You know, it, it's never it's never been that. That's just not. I I've I have come to the realization early on just through my own personal experience and then the more people that I continue to help that, you know, you are coming from a place, most people are coming from a place of years and years and years and years of bad habits or addiction to unhealthy foods. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's an addiction. And so to expect someone who has been eating Popeye's since they came out the womb right. to just never eat that again because you want to be healthy now, that's not realistic. Right. It's not realistic, you know, to expect someone that's used to drinking soda every single day to cut that out overnight. That is not realistic. Really? Now, I'm not saying that it can't happen. Right. I'm not saying that there haven't been people that have gone from zero to 100 overnight. But for me, I am the advocate for the person who needs the baby steps. Yeah. You know, which most people do. I'm the yeah. advocate for people who need you to hold their hand and tell them what to do and when to do it and how to do it. Yeah. That's how most of us learn. We need that accountability. Not somebody that's going to guilt trip us and be like, oh, you're a bad person or you should feel guilty for eating this unhealthy thing. 
Yeah, that's not what we do. It's not about going from eighty. It's not going. It's not about going from zero to one hundred overnight. It right. is about really embodying that eighty twenty. Yeah, and most people, you don't get to eighty twenty overnight either. Sometimes it's sixty forty for a while. No, like quite literally. And I feel like even now, like, um, I've had meals that aren't plant based. You know, mm-hmm. and like I, I feel like I've kind of went like on a wave. But it's like, yeah, hey, if I'm going to eat. And that's the difference, like the difference of like, okay, I know I I have to eat vegetables. I need to be eating fruit every single day. Um, post meal movement, move around after you eat some food. Make sure you're drinking your water. Like those things, those simple things, and they still help. And you don't have to feel guilty after. You don't have to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible person. Look at what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just that healthy balance of it all, and just having. Yeah that knowledge you know what i mean absolutely um because a lot of people even with like keto like child i did keto i will still eat fruit and people like oh you're not supposed to eat fruit because like i'm eating blueberries blackberries water bits all right that's the fruit i picked right so i mean i guess in any approach you got to find what works for you right you know what i mean and it, it doesn't matter if you're doing keto it doesn't matter if you're doing paleo or vegetarian whatever you have to find the ratio so to speak yeah that works for you and i've never said that anyone has to be a hundred percent plant-based in mm-hmm. order to regulate blood sugar or reverse diabetes you yep. know what i mean yeah i always advocate for is paying attention to being more plant rich what how can we add more plants into your diet mm-hmm. you know what i mean if we're understanding what insulin resistance is yeah. How can we back up from the things that's causing the insulin resistance? Yes. Focus on adding in more of the good things in order to reverse it. It's mm-hmm. not like let's cut out cut out all meat. Let's mm-hmm. cut out all of this. Because and then you're probably not ready for that, especially in the beginning. No, absolutely. You know what not. I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You right. you mentioned earlier too, like the circadian rhythm. Now you know listen, listen, Linda. The circadian rhythm, a lot of people do not even know what it is that they have a rhythm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's not until you understand what the circadian rhythm is that you're really able to tap into using food as medicine because the circadian rhythm is going to tell you what to eat and when to eat it and, you know, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So we really took a deep dive. And I would say that you are the one person who took that information about the circadian rhythm and ran with it. I did. Like, I did. ran with it. Like, I was just like, listen, my work here is done. Okay. I didn't like, I didn't. <laughs> and I feel like, because what was it like? Probably like the first two weeks, maybe. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You know, yeah. like, having that pattern for my body. And I'm like, girl, I'm getting up when the sun up. And you know what I mean? I'm eating at the times where, like, you know, it's supposed to be with the circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm going to bed and I feel rested. And I'm like, Like, where are you? That's wild. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. because I felt like, I I find that my body is very sensitive. And it Mm -hmm. makes sense as to why, like, when I would take those medicines, I used to pass out. Like, even when I was a kid, they had me, like, on metformin. And um, I was like passing out at recess, mm-hmm. and my parents was even like, "Okay, no, we're like, we're not doing, it. like, we're not That's crazy." Yeah, I'm just very sensitive to like new things and like 
anything. I'm very sensitive, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so I feel like because of that, my body also adheres to things quickly. Right. In the same breath. Right. And so that's why I'm like, shout. I like this. I'm going to keep doing this. <laughs> she knows she's talking about. And I don't tell nobody else got to tell me, but baby, she knows she's talking about. Okay. I hate to interrupt this episode because I know that you are thoroughly enjoying it. But before we continue, I wanted to pop in and share something that is really important. If you're frustrated with living with type 2 diabetes and you want to reverse the root cause of this condition and get the best blood sugar of your life while also restoring your body's ability to tolerate carbs, you're going to need a simplified step-by-step plan of action that'll take you from where you are now to where you want to be. Not only that, you're also going to need some expert guidance to get you through this journey. Not because you can't do it on your own, but because you might have some questions and some challenges along the way. Dominating Diabetes Academy is a program that I designed to help you naturally balance your blood sugar while lowering your A1C and eliminating the need for diabetes medications. On top of that, I want you to be able to confidently take charge of your health in as little as 10 weeks. Inside DDA, you're gonna be immersed in a world where food becomes your medicine, your energy level is restored, and unstable blood sugar levels become a distant memory. To learn more about Dominating Diabetes Academy, make sure you check out the link inside the show notes and get started on your plan towards optimal health today. Now, without further ado, let's get back into today's episode. Yeah, that's one thing I do know. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I don't know, man. Um, it's so unfortunate that so many people don't know. Like, let me tell you, I'm going to tell you this, my boyfriend right now. Um, So, like, very much, it's giving very much processed foods, right? Which, mm-hmm. I didn't judge him for that, because, I mean, people be people in it, like, be like, okay? They're like, right. You know, I never come from a place of judgment when, mm-hmm. but then I come slide up in this thing, right? And I cook. I said, I come slide up in this thing. I can't <laughs> with you. Look at that. And I'm like, mm, let me cook a little bit. Let me, you know. And I mean, I didn't have to say anything. You know, I, I go by the rule now. If you ask, I'll tell you. I don't just give mm-hmm. me more solicited advice. Because people yeah. more times than not don't kill. Girl, I don't care what you're talking about. Okay, mm-hmm. have breakfast. Be like, oh my God, let me say about this. I don't know about it. Oh my God. I, girl, I don't care. If they actually, they don't want to know. Okay. And he's just like, wow, like, I feel like I've been sleeping better. Ooh, come on now. Come on, get the baby some sleep. Get on ass some sleep. Hallelujah. Get <laughs> he need to be resting. Help <laughs> the man sleep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, literally, he's like, <laughs> I've been sleeping more. Um, he's like, I've noticed like a slow weight loss mm-hmm. of certain things. He like, girl, you got me eating vegetables every day, and I'm over here eating cantaloupe and Listen. all this stuff. And I'm like, now, do you want to know? Do you want to know what I need, to eat, or you just want to keep eating what I cook? Flip it. But I think that's that's so powerful though because it's like once you heal you, and you start rubbing off on people around you. You know what I'm saying? And that's why in the very beginning, because we've had this talk, and it was just like you know, you think about your parents, you think about your siblings, you think about other people in your circle, and how you want them to be well, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Wait a second. Like I I totally get that. Yeah. But you have to heal you first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to heal you. And regardless of people ever, if, if people ever 
you know, acknowledge your effort or see what you're doing or whatever. Yeah. You're making, you're planting a seed just by living your life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So even in the relationship that you're in now, it's like, it wasn't, okay, I'm going to cook on purpose in order to try to heal him. Right. It was, listen, this is the lifestyle that I live. You know, this yeah. is my lifestyle. I mean, I'm hungry, so I'm going to make a double portion because I'm sure you hungry too. There you go. You know what I'm saying? If you hear wonderful, if you don't, that's okay. Leftovers for me. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But right. you, because you're living your life now and you've been able to heal your body from a lot of the things that, you know, you were going through before, it's rubbing off on him now. And I'm yeah. sure that that is, you know, making some other significant improvements within your relationship. Yeah. It's boosting his confidence. It's making yeah. him feel better about himself. Yeah. If he feels better about himself, then you guys can feel better about, you know, doing this thing together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yes, yeah. that is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. I'm yeah. Sorry. I love that. I absolutely love that. I love that. So, and eventually he'll probably, you know, start asking questions. And, mm -hmm. and at that time, you'll be ready and willing to explain some things, you know yeah. what I mean? But it just goes back to what I was saying about the baby steps. He's, right. he's in his baby step era. Yeah. And he doesn't he probably doesn't know really what's happening. But you know, little little sprinkles and razzle dazzles. Yeah. Are <laughs> happening. Like, I think it's so funny. Like, so I'm a person I love like to present food real pretty. That's just my thing. Yeah. And so I'm all girl, I'll put like some dried, um, like I found like this little mix of seasonings. It was like mm -hmm. dried lemon, parsley, celery, whatever. Mm -hmm. And like you, you are the only person I know that puts herbs on top of andu. And part parsley it down, cilantro, baby. Um, Period. Everything. Because the thing is, they think it's seasoning. We know it's medicine. Okay. okay. Period. 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 That's facts, though. Yeah. That's facts. So what kind of stuff do you be eating on now? Because I know that your palate is completely different. Oh, yeah. From what it was before. I mean, like you were saying, you proud, proud from the South, okay? okay? Proud, proud, proud. And I need everybody that's from down South that's listening to this. Like, I hope that they feel inspired. Yeah. And that it's possible for them just through your journey. Because again, yeah. I can't imagine, I ain't from the South, but I can only imagine, listen, I'm in Atlanta, I've only been here a few days, girl, and I'm just like, oh, I'm fried, fried pickles and fried chicken and fried and fried, fried, fried. <laughs> Uh, if you don't take me to uh, Publix and get me some kale real quick, uh, listen. The salad is different, bro. It's different. The like, it's different. Okay. The pressure to be pressuring. Okay, oh, like, bro, right. So I can only imagine. I can only imagine when that is your reality and it's all around you and everybody else is eating that way and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, That's a lot of pressure and like trying to separate yourself from that and do yeah. something different. That's like like you're rebelling. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's a rebellious thing, and people start looking at you crazy because it's like you don't want no sweet tea. Like what you? What's wrong with you? Like, you know what I'm saying? So compared to that, what what kind of stuff are you eating now? So uh, crazy enough, I feel like naturally, like I had to step away from a lot of traditional yeah. stuff that's eaten yeah. in the south. Especially like when we started out, because you know, I I agree with like the notion of like you have to give yourself a nest egg of where you mm -hmm. like the base, mm -hmm. and then you can do whatever if you want to mix it up and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So like for me, it'll be like okay, yeah. Let me think. In the morning, I do fruit. 
like that's what I do. I might do like fruit and oatmeal, fruit and yogurt. I pretty much that was my thing, you know. Yeah. Because even when I used to eat breakfast, like the old breakfast, you know what I mean. Um, I never liked it. Like I will always feel like sick after, or like I was forcing myself with fruit. Just girl. Yeah, nothing for fruit, honey. There you go. I eat fruit every single day, like fruit in the morning, granola. That's like my thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I might mix it up like smoothies, bowls, yeah, uh, just the raw fruit, whatever. But I bounce between that, mm-hmm. and then um, dang, I I mix stuff up. I do stuff yeah. like I might do like um, like vegan pho, mm-hmm. um, or even if I have pho that already has like a seafood or something in it, I get like extra bean sprouts um yeah extra just a whole lot more vegetables i want a vegan based broth like i don't mm-hmm. want you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um or if i'm cooking it myself like i said i don't add extra salt um yeah. i'm very serious when it comes to like butters and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know i forgot the name of the brand i use i think it's pronounced miyoko or something yeah. like that uh-huh i think it's mccoyo 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 yeah yeah I know what you're trying to say, girl. Yeah, yeah, that one. That one. Yeah, that one. We know. Yeah, that right. Oh, um, you know, that stuff is real food. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want the uh, smart balance that says maybe avocado oil and then it's avocado oil uh, byproduct. Girl, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. What is that? Yeah, yeah. I don't want that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't want that. So, like, little things like that, like, like I'm drinking water most of the time um the juice that i get it's juice that comes from the actual fruit in a glass jar like you right. know what i mean um right just little things and like and if i do step out of the box of what i usually do i always compensate by doing something else so if i'm okay. going to eat something that has a lot of carbs in it and not as many vegetables as i want i'm making sure i'm drinking more water and i'm eating nothing but vegetables the next day like that i try like that good little balance between the mm-hmm. two um or like how do you how do you feel about carbs again coming from the keto diet uh-huh. how do you how do you feel about carbs now and and eating because you're eating so i mean listen i remember i remember child <laughs> when you started eating more carbs i just remember yeah the excitement because i know that we had the conversation like once upon a time when you were doing the keto diet you would almost get really anxious if you ate too many carbs you don't yeah. get depressed because you felt like well i'm not staying within the proper range and mm-hmm. but i really want this and like there was that guilt yeah that came with it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so now like how do you feel now that you are like carb queen okay <laughs> and how has that impacted specifically how has eaten how has eating more carbs impacted your mental health oh a girl love me some carbs, honey. Here. Girl, listen. <laughs> I be feeling so bad for people. I'm like, dang, girl, like, dang, baby, I eat to be some carbs. Mm-hmm. I eat to be some carbs, and I love me some carbs. I do. Yeah. Um, and it's so, like, it's good for you. And it's yeah. so sad that people just, you know, I was one of those people, and it's just like, you really get in your head about it because you don't know anything else. Right. And so it's just like, you know, girl, what? Girl, I eat carbs. Girl, you carbs. I- <laughs> <laughs> and will you do you think do you feel better now that you're eating more carbs? Oh, yeah, most yeah. Girls. Like, yeah. and I and I feel like you know, like the meals that I make, they make sense. 
You know what I mean? Um, yeah, like sometimes I'll still do like a lettuce wrap here and there. You know what I mean? But it's like, girl, I can have a sandwich. Girl, I can have pasta. Girl, I can have right. rice. Girl, I right. can have pho. I can have all the things. You know what I mean? I can have a little garlic bread with um, yeah. some sauce. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just so different to not be so restrictive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds uh, very freeing. It sounds very, like, you sound very liberated. It's just I like... Am. And, and 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 I guess it sounds like you're you feel like you're more in control because it's like like you yes. said it's like I might have a lettuce wrap because that's what I want not because I have to avoid the tortilla right you know exactly. saying right. it's like no I'm just in the mood for a lettuce wrap that's what I want you know what yeah. I mean I just want no lettuce like, yeah yeah, yeah. I'm there, there's something so freeing about that yeah I'm so freeing about that and like this is what we mean by like number one eating intuitively like eating when you're hungry not eating just because it's something to do you know what I yeah mean? but also like having a healthy relationship with food you know what I'm saying like really honoring that 80 20 like 80 percent of the time you know you're square you're good 20 percent of the time when you and your man want to go out to eat or there's a baby shower or something you know you're in the moment and you're you're there but there's no guilt associated with it you know what I'm saying yeah. that makes a huge 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 difference it does absolutely it does yeah that's percent now like i said mental health for you your mental health journey has been ongoing ongoing yeah compared to where you are well compared to where you were right now and that's why i say you took the circadian rhythm and kind of ran with it because just for those listening like right out right out the gate that was like one of the first things that you know, Veronique and I had talked about was the circadian rhythm and her, you know, going outside and getting sun first thing in the morning. Yeah. Eating fruit first thing in the morning. So, you, you know, you can regulate your digestion and start clearing out, you know, your gut and all that kind of stuff, like prioritizing, you know, enjoyable movement, meditation, like all those kinds of things. Yeah. Is what nutritional therapy is all about on top of understanding why you are making certain food choices like we yeah. unpack all of that you all know what i'm saying and it's mm-hmm. it's a journey and so like when we talk about nutritional therapy like you said in the beginning that therapy that therapy piece is real like and yeah, yeah we're talking a lot and they jab i'm like you are not ready you know that was not something i'm saying the first time why i said Oh no, now she didn't got me together real quick. Hold up. I don't know. Okay, let me know. Okay, share this with me. Cause okay, go ahead. I'm gonna let you talk. Go ahead. Chill, we was talking about something. So and um I was joking. You know, like, and I still do that now. I just feel like I'm just a clown. I'm a good time and I want everybody around me to have a good time if they choose to, right? Right. And so we're talking, he was like. You clown a lot, huh? I said, yeah. I do. And you was, was like, oh, uh, the way you said it, bro, I think it was like, uh, you know, that's like a strong response, you know, kind of masking a little bit. I was like, come on, said, this ain't like, and I was just thinking in my head, like, oh, shoot, hold on, girl, baby, hold on. I never, nobody ever told me that, and I never thought about it that way. And I'm like, yeah. ooh, and I don't know. Now, where that came from? Now we're going to dive into that. 
Yeah, see, yeah, because we take it all the way back. Like, mm-hmm. we take it back to childhood, and we we really uncovered a lot about your childhood. Yeah. A lot. And, again, why you react some of the ways that you react. Like, again, masking with, like, humor mm-hmm. and sarcasm and, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we really peel back those layers, and when we started yeah. connecting those dots, it was like, did you just call me out? Like, like what you mean? <laughs> I was like, what? Or like, um, I'm trying to think of another time when no, 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 no. I was, I think I was in that era, you know, like once you know about healing, you just want to tell everybody the good news. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so you like, eh? Focus on yourself. What you doing? Stop mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's good that you want to help, but like, you got to get you together first, Mayo. And like, and I feel like that tapped into another thing for me of like, dang, I always do that. I always mm-hmm. try to pull everybody out of this like lake while they're dr- while I'm drowning, quite literally, yeah. you know. And I didn't really care yeah. what happened to me, and I reflected in the food I was eating and like the people I was hanging out with in the place. Girl, I was like, yeah, it was a lot of like, it was a lot of like people pleasing tendencies. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of people pleasing. Yes. And when we unpacked that, that it was, I know, I know that part was like a slap in the face. Girl. That it that was like a slap in the face. Because but so I mean Yeah. I mean I needed it. I needed it though. I needed that little that little the little punch on the back, right? For sure. Yeah. The chill it out, fuck yeah. that though. And so like after like working together for as long as we did and even now we still keep in contact and we check the, we check in with each other pretty regularly yeah how do you think after going through nutritional therapy how has that changed the way that you approach your health and your life now oh girl. compared to how it used to be oh it changed everything like I so I had a doctor back in Louisiana because you know I'm not there anymore. I'm in Nebraska now. But back when I was in Louisiana, um, hold on, you ain't gonna slide past that. Why did I not know that? You fired. Okay, we gonna talk after this. We gonna talk after this episode because no, you didn't just try to slide past that. <laughs> like you ain't okay. just said what you said. It's okay. Continue because we gonna talk after this. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um. There was this doctor that I came across. Cause you know, I was like anti-doctor for a minute. Yeah. I'm like, well, get y'all. I'm over y'all. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I came across this doctor that actually my parents go to, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, you, you just need to try him. I think you will really like him. Um, He has his own firm. So everything he yeah. does in-house. So like his blood work, x-rays. Um, only thing he didn't do was like ultrasounds and stuff like that. I think, yeah. But everything else in-house. Um, And I love gone to him because his first thought process like he would do testing that you would have to go to a specialist for which i really yeah. like if yeah. he found something was like an issue with numbers and stuff like that um but he will always talk about natural things first he yes. never brought up medicine right yes and uh, so to me this is my thought process right if people disagree with me whatever i feel like good doctors should be there for blood work um having a physical if you need emergency surgery Mm-hmm. that's it other than that healing leave it to um the natural folk that's Absolutely. what i think right yeah um and a lot of issues that people have to go and have surgery for that are dealing with health you know like getting stuff removed having tumors can be something that can be handled before it gets that bad 
Right. And so other than like a broken bone and stuff like that, you know, that's Mm -hmm. different. You know what I'm saying? Um, But like, I love that about him. You know, I'm so sad. Like, oh, I'm not going to find a new one. But he was so great. Like, I remember um, probably after I was like, basically like a year and a half, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have me a physical by this man. Mm-hmm. And he a mate. That's all nothing. He a mate. Yeah. So I'm like, I forgot. I'm gonna go and see what he's talking about. And we did my blood work, and he was like, "You healthy as a horse." Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I obsess with my like blood pressure. Like, oh my gosh, my blood pressure because like it was so bad for so yeah. long for a while, mm-hmm. and just to hear numbers of like, oh, like that perfect all the time. I'm just like, dude, like that's. I'll be so wild. But every time I'm like, I already know what the deal is. Like, I already know, like, what? But it's just like, oh my God. And it's just like, like, your cholesterol, the good cholesterol is way better than the bad. You know, you don't really have that much. Uh, and crazy enough, I think at the time, he was like, you actually kind of drop a little low with your blood sugar, which was mm. interesting because I used to hear the opposite, right? right? Like, I used to hear, oh, well, like, you have too much sugar so you need to right. stop eating so much and i'm like the very thing people try to tell me help me with actually hindered me you know Absolutely. it's just it was so much and like oh girl let's get into the cycle girl okay okay yeah because that was coming next that was coming next because again we we got to touch a little bit more on the pcos side of it but this yeah is a good set this is a good segue into that so talk about that because i know what was what was the history with your cycle I mean, I had my cycle young. I had my cycle when I was 10. Like, I'm trying to When I, I'm growing boobs in fifth grade, okay? Um, like, me and all the girls we hung out with, we literally all had boobs. And we, like, all had our cycle that, mm-hmm. that same week. It was crazy, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, so I had my cycle young, which we know that ties in the hormones and all those things, right? Right. And so I'm already, like, at this uh, genetic disposition, I feel like, of this because of, like, probably how my mom ate when she was pregnant with me and like the fools that came out it just all those things right and mm-hmm. so chef ever since i can remember they're painful like right they're so painful my whole body hurts i can barely function you know what i mean mm-hmm. um very heavy yeah heavy like during the whole thing like it'll be heavy um basically for like eight to nine days so it'll wow. be like the first five straight up heavy bleeding Last two days was a little bit lighter than the last day, whatever, right? Very strong smell, very strong smell. Wow. I mean, girl, now, <laughs> girl, now I'll be like, oh, girl, what's coming up? So I ain't got no cramps. Like, it's the, cr- I never thought I would have been like this, like, ever. And uh, never. I'll be like, oh, child, if I can't go, Wow. It's crazy. I have no cramping. Like, no prepping. Now, I do know that, like, if I stress more, um, Mm -hmm. I might have, like, a little bit more bleeding than sometimes, whatever, but it's quiet. Girl, max, max, four to five days. Mm -hmm. If that, the bleeding is like, eh, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, that's that healing. The proof, the proof in the pudding, man. Here. It's in the proof in the pudding. Like, Here. and when I went, um, I forgot when that was. Whenever I went to the OB, you know, because I had a sebaceous cyst. Yeah, right, and my ice cap, I had that for like a while, just there, just random. Um, and then I had like these little baby cysts that I would always get clear, gone. Wow. And they're like, "Well, what you do? Because what you what you, what you been doing?" And I'm like, 
Girl, if I told you, you think I'm crazy. Okay? <laughs> yeah, think I'm crazy. You know what I mean? But it's like, I cannot believe that I'm here. Like, you know, it's that is amazing. Yeah. I love that for you. Like, yeah. it's just, you're, it's, you know what it is for me? The person that is in front of me right now mm-hmm. is a completely different, different person, person that I met in 2021. Ooh. Like, it's just like, it's your awareness for yeah. me. And of course, it's like, I know you on a deeper level because we've worked together and we've also maintained, you know, the bond that we created through yeah. this transformational journey. And I think, you know, that was so unexpected. That was yeah. so unexpected, you know, for both of us to just have this bond. But I think, again, your your idea or what you thought was going to happen going into nutritional therapy was not what it was coming out. Not at all. Not at all. Not even, like, I'm thinking it's going to be like a regular doctor and patient setting where it's like, I'm going to tell you to take this. We're going to see what works. Not at all. Like, it was exactly what I needed. Yeah. Quite literally. Um, And I look back, like, even when I look at pictures of myself, I'll be like, dang, bro. Like, the way I used to think about myself, about life, about my health, bro, it's, so it's like a complete 365 times over. Like, yeah. it's crazy once you have that awareness. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I'm like, I'm looking at you, looking at me like, girl, yeah, I am different because. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're definitely different for sure. Well, I yeah. think it's just, it, there's a confidence. You've yeah. always been confident. Don't get me wrong. Always right. been con- like, Veronique is like a what you see is what you get. Like, it, it, it's a, like, 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 she just, you are so fabulous. And you've always been fabulous. Like, I feel like fabulous is like, it's an energy. So you've yeah. always been fabulous. But like, not all, there's like this, this glow. There's this like, yeah. I'm fabulous, but like, hot nay, I'm. Come on. <laughs> so true. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I feel like, I, at moments, I would have faith until you make it. I don't have to fake it no more, baby. I'm, I'm hurt. You know what I mean? Okay. So, I'm, I am hurt. She is me. Okay. <laughs> I love it. And it's, I it's love so it. Crazy because, like, in talking about women for a second, I not like even when I was younger, right? Stuff that like girls worry about, I did not care. Like stretch marks. Well, I'm getting taller, so I got stretch marks. Like, yeah, I never. I never cared about that, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, going to high school and, like, having, like, cellulite and stretch marks and all the yeah. things. I'm like, yeah. even leg hair. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> we're freaking out about leg hair. Are you serious? What's going yeah. on? Uh, and so now that I'm 26, girl, that's crazy to come out my mouth, right? Oh, uh, God. And I'm still that person. Like, I do, and, I, and that's why, like, I have my platform. I talk about things like that because women really get so caught up in this whole patriarchy of like what women should look like and what we should mm-hmm. look like all the time. And like, you should be bald like a naked mole rat because right. that's what men like. It. It's just so many things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, I'm so, I'm yeah. so white now. You know what I mean? And it's But just I think like, too, just like going back to women's bodies and different things like that, like, how we put so much emphasis on what healthy is supposed to look like. You know what I'm saying? 
Like a lot of times it's like we see, you know, if you are skinny or you are toned or, you know, you have a nice butt or whatever, that you're automatically healthy. And nope. that is just not the truth. It's not the truth. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. I understand that, you know, carrying excess weight or whatever, that does put you at higher risk for other things. Totally understand that. But right. that's not look at, looking at someone. You cannot tell what is going on with someone just simply by looking at them. I can't look at you and be like, oh, she's automatically, you know, unhealthy because she's curvy or she has extra whatever, whatever. You, that's not right. the truth. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so we have to really start to unpack what our idea or our vision of health and wellness looks like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's going to have to be another podcast episode, baby, because, baby, we can talk about uh, Listen. the, the anti-blackness and white supremacy and how they tie into people and, and weight and size and height and curviness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had another, it's actually my cousin, and she sent me a voice memo one day because once upon a time, she also, you know, was um, pre-diabetic. And she was like, you know, the thing that stood out to me the most was the fact that you helped me to see that I could do this in a way that works for me. That I could be, you know, fat and black and still be healthy. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't about losing weight. It wasn't about fitting into a certain size. It wasn't about that. It was about understanding what is going on at a cellular level. Oh, man. And being able to use food to heal that. That's all it is. Like, do not walk away from this podcast thinking that you have to lose weight in order to reverse that. No. That is not the truth. Mm -hmm. That is not the truth. No, it's not. And it's, it's so interesting to think that you have so many different shapes and sizes of people and you think that they are all supposed to be the same size and they are right. all supposed to eat exactly the same but it's right. just it's not happening it's not ha- especially for people of color across the board you know what i mean like mm-hmm. african-american people hispanic people mm-hmm. pacific islander people like right uh indigenous people the mm-hmm. like girl you think we're gonna all eat the same right let's be for real right and you think they are all gonna be built the same no like yeah that's the whole point that's the whole point like it's yeah. just it's so many things it's so many things and i'm like i'm happy now that i do have that awareness and like to who choose to listen and who wants to hear it from me or what i know in this brain of mine because i'm such a nerd um <laughs> yes, but, <laughs> I'm such a nerd oh I'm such a nerd i'll spread on it like but i'm fuck oh my so I'm so serious. <laughs> <laughs> Not like butter toast. Okay. Period. If you're period. Now I do want to ask you um, if you're comfortable talking about this. Yes. I want to elaborate a little bit more on PCOS and what your journey with PCOS has been. We know that it's deeply rooted in insulin resistance, mm-hmm. um, but I kind of want to talk about just when people think about PCOS, they think about infertility and getting pregnant and those kinds of things. And then what was your initial thoughts around that as far as being diagnosed with PCOS? Did you want kids? Did you not uh, try kids? Did you feel like it was impossible? And then I like, um, oh, that's because I got, I was told I had it when I was in high school. Okay. So when I was like around 17, because that's when I like first went to the OBGYN. Um, so. I honestly, at the time, was just like, okay, it's just something I have, and it makes sense why, like, um, 
I have a dark neck, which has like quite a listen, with <laughs> oh, I like I have like the real noticeable dark differences like around uh my lower cheek, you know, stuff like that. Just that, you know. And um, I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. Okay, cool. I'm going to run with it and whatever. And so mm-hmm. it didn't really hit me until I got a little bit older. Mm-hmm. As far as like having kids and stuff like that, I didn't realize because of Janet was never explained to me. Um, you could probably have more of a difficulty getting pregnant because of the, the hormonal issues and yeah. all that good jazz. And so um, I was just kind of like, oof. Okay, so then I kind of down the side of like, well, then I just won't have any kids because I was trying to be like ahead of the hurt that could possibly happen. Right. Of like not being able to conceive. So I'm like, okay, I'm just call up and just. Yeah. I don't I, I worry about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that. But if you say it. What I'm gonna just say this. What I'm gonna say is, there ain't no problem. There ain't no issue. <laughs> of anything. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be extra. Yes, Listen, let us know. Because, listen, y'all think this is a game. Y'all think not, this is a game. That when is you heal your body. I didn't hear what nobody said. There is no condition, illness, state of this ease that cannot be healed. And period. So I don't hear sure. what the doctor has told you. Like, I think each of us are living proof of it. Like, they, they can say what they want. Difficult right. to get pregnant who? Well, because let me tell you something. <laughs> I ain't even got to say nothing. Listen to me. <laughs> Girl, I yeah. She said, ain't no problems over here. PCOS who? PCOS who? Okay, listen. Like, listen. it's just so... It is so freeing. And I mm-hmm. feel like, like, I remember... Like with COVID, I'm just have to talk about COVID for a little bit. Yeah. If COVID happened, okay, my first thought, right? Because everybody scared and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is happening on a cellular level when once you get COVID? Yep. Nobody thinking like, ever. Oh my God, like I won't get COVID. Oh my God, vaccine. Now, right. You know that's controversial. Out. Here, hold Um, I'm so okay. What happens? And so. You know, I, I figured that out. I did end up getting COVID from somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, I know I got to walk through it. Um, And even like, because now my parents, see, that's the thing you talk about people rubbing off. Mm-hmm. Now they all into the natural things. I love it. I love it. Now they, now. they looking into like the natural remedy for stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like. Oh, and just for the record though, her dad looks like a black Santa Claus. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I just need to put that on record. When I tell you he is my favorite he is my favorite. That He's is so like cute. Santa. I don't care what He's nobody so says. Cute. He be riding on his sleigh Christmas Eve. He's so cute. He's I so promise cute. you. He is the cutest little man I've ever seen. <laughs> but absolutely in my life. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. I'm the one. I love you, Papa. If you watch this, I love you, bro. I'm just like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> even with him, like, I feel like when he was younger and because he didn't have the information, mm-hmm. he always gravitated towards things that are more natural more African and stuff like that. And he just yeah. didn't know everything. And like now, I guess naturally, um, I become that, you know? Mm. And so it just, it runs off on him. And he's just like, you know what? You know, it, it makes me so happy because they are older. 
right? Yeah. And so them, certain things, it's just like they're being told all these things, but they know. Yeah. They know they can fix it themselves, right? Absolutely. Like they know that. And I'm like, I I just, oh, like when COVID happened, I'm like, okay, so we're going to be taking zinc three times a day. Uh, We're going to be eating pineapples, cantaloupe, lots mm-hmm. of fruits, lots of sleep, lots of water. Like, yeah. It wasn't a, oh, I'm thinking I'm going to die. And right. that was most people. And that Absolutely. was so sad to me. Like, y'all, this is the whole, the whole, they're putting fear into people, mm-hmm. you know, which and I don't care you quicker than anything. Come you on, stressing, stress, you stressing and being fearful that that's going to take you out more than the de- disease itself. Of and what a lot of people look- don't realize, a lot of people don't realize it's like, you don't go through all this, you know, healing and detoxing and plant-based this and plant-based that because you're trying to never get sick. That's not, that's not what it is. We're not saying, you know, go plant-based if you never want to get sick because it's inevitable. Sickness is inevitable. You are going to, but the point is you're building up your body for one, you're eliminating all the waste and toxins and debris and bacteria and all that kind of stuff that's been accumulated and sitting inside your body for so long, number one. So you're getting rid of old stuff. But you're also building your body up stronger. Yeah. That way, if and when you do get sick, your body has an enhanced ability to heal you, to right. fight it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Exactly. But if you're so clogged up with all the junk because you're eating, you know, dairy all the time, the cheeses and all that kind of stuff and the heavy amounts of meat and fried food, well, yeah. your immune system is weak. You're yeah. weak. So when you do get sick, that that sucker has the ability to take you out. And and like when you have that and plus you add the stress on top of on top of that. Absolutely. I mean, it's like a recipe for disaster. And I feel like and it makes me so sad that so many people died. You know what I mean? I mean, millions of people died. You know what I mean? And I mean that was so heartbreaking because I'm like, dog. If you just want to die, so vitamins and right. and and just eat the foods that your body needed to heal itself. It wouldn't have been so many people that died, right? I don't even, I don't even to ask how old you was. If you were old, you had these issues. But you'll, they could have fought it. And Absolutely. you'll just, uh, it makes, it makes me so mad every single time because, you know, it didn't have to be that way, right? Um, but I'm just happy, like, because I got COVID twice, I think. And then, like, my parents that got COVID, we all on the phone. Because, you know, we all separated and all that. We on the phone. Right. Like, well, how y'all feeling today? Oh, what's that? I got more mucus. You know, I'm just making sure I'm drinking water. And it's just, it was so relieving to me that that was the conversation being had. You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. And it goes to show you, had you not gone on your journey, mm-hmm. had you not taken the leap to be like, listen, mm-hmm. the the disease and the depression and the anxiety and the eating all the junk, it stops with me. You know what yeah. I mean? Because when you heal you, you heal those before and after. after. Come your on. parents came before you. Yeah. So now, because you went on your journey and you have healed yourself and you're continuing to heal, the journey's never over. Never. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You 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 found your footing and you're in a place where a lot of the things you were dealing with before, they don't even exist for you. Yo. Your parents, even if they never said anything in the midst of us working together, they saw the changes in you. Yeah. They could see you doing things differently. And even if they judged you for it at first. 
Right. Now, again, now you're able to pull them up and be like, hey, this is what we doing. Right. I mean, or they're starting to ask questions or whatever. Like, that's why you heal. It's not it's not about you. It's about the generation. Yeah. But it starts with you. Yeah. It starts with you. And that's what people need to understand. Yeah. You know, I love it. I love it. And it's just so like, you know, the fact that I have friends that call me now and be like, oh, well, this is what the doctors told me. And I'm still a rookie to this, right? Like, I don't even know. I want to be able to go outside and be like, oh, that's that herb. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm good. But what I can tell you is it can be fixed. Period. Whatever it is, um, I'm like, and if I didn't have to get more counsel, like if, you know, talking to you or like just diving into things deeper, like it can be fixed. Mm -hmm. And you can be back at a place of harmony within your nerve right and it's it's such a fun thing to think about because like when your body has been tilted so long mm-hmm. whatever it is right mm-hmm. you get in this place of mellow absolutely it is crazy it, yeah. it's almost like not real like so sure. what it's a, it, it don't feel right it's like this, it don't. this ain't what it's supposed to be especially when it comes to stress management like yes. a lot of us are so used to running around in fight or flight. Like that is our body has adapted to that stress mm-hmm. and that anxiety and that trauma. So then when you do find your inner peace and you do learn to manage stress the way that you're supposed to in a way that works for you mm-hmm. and you do wake up calm and you do wake up peaceful and you're walking around like that would have bothered me before. It don't you don't be phased by stuff like that. That'd be the biggest thing. You just be like. Like sometimes you just be sitting there and you just be like, oh, you tripping? Okay. No, like, no, you, you just don't be phased by stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know that you're healing because what used to bother you don't bother you no more. Yeah. And at first it feels weird. Like, nah, why am I not upset right now? Yeah. Like, you be questioning. Like, I'll be like, girl, <laughs> I'll be like, it, it's, it's so crazy. It's minimally so, and I'm also happy that, like, I'm in a space, like, I'm in an environment where it is also conducive to stress being invested, right? And so, I, it's, all this stuff is so important. It's mm-hmm. so important. Um, And having a quality of life means something, and I feel like everybody deserves it. Um, Yeah, everybody deserves it, man. It, it is, it is that flip. I feel like everybody need it. Um. Yeah. Now, what would you say to someone who is at the very beginning of their journey? They don't know nothing about nothing. Mm-hmm. And now okay. they're dealing with PCOS. Maybe they're okay. dealing with diabetes. Maybe they're mm-hmm. dealing with high blood pressure. All the things that you name, anxiety, depression, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they're just like, I don't know what to do, who to call, where to start. What would you tell them? I would tell them to be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Be kind. Because you are just figuring this out, right? Like you, and it's a great thing that you're opening yourself up to this possibility. Um, Because it will change your life if you truly give it a chance, right? So I would say give it a chance. Be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself. And to just know that you will see the light at the end of the tunnel. This isn't like a rat race of pharmaceutical medicines. Where it's like, well, now I'm having this issue and that. Once you go the natural route, it is a guarantee it's going to be fixed. P. 
period. Absolutely. Once you do, and, and I'm talking about holistically now, so we're not just talking about, or oh, I'm just eating different. No, you do have to manage all those different things. Take them one step at a time and right. you can't get there. You're going to get Absolutely. There, you know? Absolutely. And you may, yeah. I do want to say this, like you may need to ask for help. You may need yeah, a accountability please. partner. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need someone that's going to hold you accountable to the things that you're saying that you want for yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? So don't be ashamed to reach out. Don't be ashamed to say, I want this, but I have no idea what I'm doing and I need counsel. I need guidance. I need someone to tell me what to do because the resources only work when you use them. You know what I mean? Oh, buddy. See the what? If that's what I do, I'll be like, oh, but then I ain't doing, girl. Um, I got this question about this. <laughs> that's so. Absolutely. And I th- I mean, I'm an open book. So it's like when people reach out to me, there's no gatekeeping. There's no yeah. gatekeeping here. It's like, I mean, now, 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 I'm going to give it to you straight, no chase. So that's what you need to know. I, I do not beat around the bush. And I, and don't, and don't, and I, I'm, yeah, I, I don't beat around the bush. And I think, that, honestly, I think with every single one of my clients, I think that that is what people have appreciated the most. Yeah, is that I'm not I'm not going to beat around the bush with you. I, I'm yeah. probably going to give you some real tough love. I'm going to call you out on your stuff. I'm going to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. I might even hurt your feelings, but like now on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it's needed. It's needed. You know what I mean? Because sometimes we get back into these these ways of thinking. Yeah. You know, that's that's the biggest part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once you change your mind, you change your life. So Ooh. put it. <laughs> I'm gonna shirt and I'm gonna with you. Come on, I feel with you. And your Instagram title. Come on. So funny. That's so funny. So triple. Like, perception truly is everything. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, I thought that doctors knew it all. Right. And now, if I was to walk into a room filled with doctors, I'll probably school them a little bit. And that's just how I feel when it comes Career. to certain things. And, you know, um, yeah. And, you know, a lot of them would, people get offended when we talk about things like that, but it's just like, absolutely. Okay. We're just keeping it real. It, just, show, show it is what it is. Show me the evidence of, you know, medicine healing somebody completely and fully. They didn't have no issues after that. And they had a 100% quality of life all the time. Girl, that ain't happening. Period. You can't show me that. I don't know. It ain't happening. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah. No. And that's that's just, I've seen it for myself, within myself. You know what I mean? Um, and again, even though, like, there are doctors with good intentions, like, you know, um, take things for face value and always question everything. Absolutely. Question it. Okay. Oh, well, PCOS, like, kind of circling back to that, you know. Birth control is always the first thing that is given to women and girls that have PCOS because it's believed that it'll level out testosterone levels, bring down testosterone because you're adding in that extra estrogen. Okay, well then let's think about what happens though when you add the extra estrogen to that body that's already stressed with the PCOS, the insulin resistance, right? And that extra testosterone. And now you want to throw in another hormone that's man-made? Girl, like... It makes me so mad. I've been so mad. I've been so mad. Like, I'll be so mad. I'll be like, dog, 
No, because it doesn't make sense. And once you start to think for yourself, once you start to think for yourself, all you got to do is slow down enough to think about it. Yeah. Just think about it. Like, why? Why does that make sense? Yeah. Why does that make sense? It doesn't. The math ain't math. You know, the math ain't mathing. Life is continuing to lie. Life be lying. Math ain't math. Listen, why does that make sense? So we have to make sure that we're being intentional about slowing down enough to ask ourselves, like Mm -hmm. go through the process. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But we also, we have to be knowledgeable about our own bodies as well. And then go to the doctor and rely on the doctor to know more about your body than you know about yourself. That doesn't make sense because, and that's what most of the world is doing. Yeah. Then you get to the doctor and you figure, oh, you know, well, they went to medical school they know more they they know about the body blah, blah, blah. they know about medicine come on they know about medicine period and an injection that's right. what they know you know and that that's different that is not the same right. as healing holistically right it's not the same as addressing the dietary and the stress and the toxic sleep habits that yeah. you have there's a difference in that you know what i'm saying girl Listen, we got to wrap it up because we're going to talk about this for I another know. hour. But, <laughs> but we're going we to leave it at that. We're going to leave it at that. And we're going to have you right back on so we can unpack some more stuff. Yeah. But I wanted to say before we wrap up, thank you so, so, so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for even wanting to get on diabetes unplugged with me. Yeah. And also, I have to say, I t- like I tell everyone, like I truly believe in giving people their flowers while they are still around to smell them so i just want to say thank you for trusting me in your journey thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to work with you yeah also educate and show you that listen you ain't too far gone you know you ain't too far gone Mm -mm. so you listen you know how i feel about you okay you know i you know how i feel about you you know you know I love you. If you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure you please give it five stars. Let us know how you feel about it. Make sure that you follow us on social media. Veronique, where can they find you? Because listen, you need to be following her because because period. Where can people connect with you and find you? Go ahead. Shame yeah. word. So on TikTok and Instagram, my name is two underscores V-E-R-O-J-A-N-E on tiktok and instagram um so that those are like my predominant um platforms i post on nice um we talk about plus size positivity a little bit of makeup and also a little bit of fashion sprinkled up in there um and i do talk about healthy in there um but yeah we're a good time it's a vibe honey. so if you want to talk to me come on scroll on through follow your girl you know <laughs> i love it i love yeah. love love it okay well we're gonna wrap it up here yeah. I'll see you guys in next week's episode of Diabetes Unplugged. You take care of yourself. We out. Peace. <laughs>